How y'all doing this morning? We're just about right. All right. That's what I'm talking about. So I heard somebody say, I'm doing just fine, man. How rich y'all doing? Amen. <laughs> Amen. This is I'm telling you, I'm excited to be back this morning. <laughs> Evangelist, you said something this morning. You said everybody got a testimony. Yep, amen. Everybody has a testimony. I think sometimes yeah. we forget about that. Amen, that's right. We forget about everybody has a testimony. Yeah. You've been through something in your life. You know what makes it so? You know what makes it so different? I think uh, the Bible already told Jesus told us. He said, "Hey, look here. If they persecuted me, mm-hmm. they're going to persecute yeah. you." Uh, so what makes us think that we any better than Jesus Christ? Yes. If they persecuted him, which is Jesus Christ, who died for each and every one of us, we're going to get persecuted. Yes. But the one put them, he said, but don't worry about it because I've already overcome all that. Amen. I've already done, I already did what needs to be done for all that. Um, I, had to, I had to really go into prayer this morning because that. You know, now, this is just for me because I, I said, Lord just gave me an understanding. Um, for me, I'm going to have to, I, 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 especially when I come in for Sunday mornings and Saturday nights, I'm just going to start staying in, in, in the presence of the Amen. Lord. I'm going to stay off of Facebook. I'm going to stay off of that because what happens is when you read something or you see something, you know what I mean? It can become a discouraging or it can take you distraction. So uh, the Lord said, uh, hey, you need to spend more time with me. Amen. So um, and I, so I, I did that this morning, and I almost got a little bit. I said I almost got a little bit discouraged because I knew what it was because the enemy didn't want me to talk about this message that I have for today. Yes. So um, I said, okay, okay. Well, I'm buying that in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Um, um, my Lord said that He's bigger than anything that I deal with. Come on, So I don't have to walk around in fear. Yeah. I hope somebody hear me this morning Come because on, I got I got something I want to say. And I'm going to try to say it quick. I'm going to try to say it within two to three hours. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Amen. I want to say welcome again to uh, uh, to, uh, to to Pray Worship Me. family for being uh, uh, here as we continue to, you know, uh, practice the, the social, uh, the physical distance. I don't want to say social, but you say social, that, you know, that's just a whole new different meaning. Um, but also say uh, welcome to our two praise ministry family Amen. that follows us online. Uh, uh, just God bless each and every one of uh, We, as, as we already said again, I'm going to say happy uh, happy birthday to all the May birthdays. Amen. Amen. Uh, you know, I know uh, uh, Brother Rod just turned 22. And Woo! Yeah. <laughs> hey, you look good for, you look good for being 22. Amen. Plus. Jersey, Jersey, Jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God bless you. Oh, yeah. Anybody else got a birthday, 
Um, we want to say, um, just keep, um, keep, keep people in prayer um, as I go into this. I'm going to do a quick prayer. I'm going to get into a mess. I got a uh, couple of things. You know, I'm a, I'm a physical kind of guy, so um, you don't always like the guy. I got some pictures. You know, you know whenever I got the projector up, there's a picture of some, 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 some demonstration I got to show you so you get the full picture. Amen? Amen. So let me go ahead and open up the prayer, then we'll get into this word. That I get you out of here. This is Memorial Day weekend. I'm going to say Happy Memorial Day weekend to all the veterans, to the first responders, to to the individuals who gave their life for each and every one of us. Yeah. That we can do here. Amen. God bless you, God keep you. Um, you know, we're living in a, um, a, a time, you know, we hear the term uncertain times. Um, the uncertainty, you know, where we don't know what to expect, we don't know what to believe because we hear so many different things. And uh, I was kind of talking with uh, Sister Maria a little bit earlier today of how uh, we, uh, you know what, what bothers me is that, um, and this is just me, is that when I hear people of faith forget that they have to. Mm. Yes. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. That you forget yeah. that they have to. And, um, and you allow what you hear to determine what you think. Come on, Pastor. And God, you know, but then you say you read your word and you study your word. I mean, you know, just I just some things I was dealing with and, and even today when I the news and the media and, and the, the politicians and all that, but I'm not gonna get into all that because I wanna stay happy. Come on, <laughs> I wanna stay full of joy. So let me go and open up and pray and get into this word. Um, then I got something I want you to listen to. Then I'm gonna. Um, it's gonna be kind of interaction, you know. Where, but it, it's a teachable interaction time, if that makes sense. So for those on me uh, online, please t tap in um, your your response as I ask this question. But let me go in. Gracious Heavenly Father, as we humble ourselves before you this morning, Lord, we come with you with worship and song, Lord. We come with you with prayer, Lord. We come with you with a humble heart, humble heart and an open mind, Lord. Lord, we ask you to have your way today, Father, as we. Submit ourselves to you, Father. We know that we're not perfect, Father, but we are being made perfect in you, Lord. We ask you, Father, that you continue to be the uplifter of our head, the keeper of our faith, and Lord, let it continue to be the author and the finisher of our faith, Father. And Lord, as we get into this word, Father, let everybody have an ear to hear. Let them hear what the word is you give yes, me Lord. to say, Father. Keep me humble as I submit myself to you, Father. In Jesus' name, Jesus name. amen and amen. 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 So, so uh, I got a word for you. Um, mm. That's the title. I'm already going to give you the title. Uh, before I get into this, um, I'm going to ask you to turn your, your Bible so you can already be there to my text scripture. Um, it's going to be Luke 24, chapter, verse 28, 32. Um, I'm going to read that for you hearing, but... Uh, I want to get into that, but I, and then I got something I want you to listen to. Uh, so the, this morning my topic is going to be from the title coming from Uninvited Guests. Mm. Uninvited Guests. So let me get into the scripture that I will uh, ask uh, first lady to go ahead and play on song for yeah. Luke, the 24th chapter. Verses 28 to 32. Luke 24, verse 28 to 32 is a very familiar scripture. 
I would advise that, you know, when you get some time to go back and read the entire scripture chapter, but it's a very up, uh, uplifting chapter. It's kind of dealing with, again, the synopsis. Luke chapter 20, Luke chapter 24, verse 32. Chapter 24, verse, I mean, chapter 24 is starting with verse 28. I'm sorry. Chapter 24 starting with verse 28. We're going to end with verse 32. Um, dealing with Luke, we give a quick synopsis for the scripture. Luke is dealing with um, after the resurrection of Jesus Christ and when Jesus was walking along and, and Peter and, and the two guys were from um, on the road to the mosque. And he's walking with a gentleman named Cleopas and another gentleman which remains unnamed. But let me go ahead and read and get to this word. I'll read the New King James Version, start, uh, Luke 24 chapter, starting with uh, verse 28. Then they drew near to the village where they were going, and he indicated that he would have gone further, but they constrained him, saying, Abide with us. Now constrained meaning they asked him to hold off for a minute, and they said, um, Stay with us, abide means stay, stay with us. For it is toward the evening, and the day is far spent. And he went in to stay with them. Now they're talking about he, the he they're talking about is Jesus Christ. Jesus was walking with him. So to go back just a little bit uh, prior to this, when he was walking along, Jesus kind of walked up to him. When they was, the two men were walking, he just kind of stood up beside him and started talking. And they were talking about the events of the day, the resurrection and all this, and how Jesus was supposed to be resurrected. And, and um, they didn't even... You know, realize that they were talking to the resurrection itself. Okay, starting picking up with verse 30. It says, Now it came to pass, as he came and sat at the table with them, that he took bread, blessed, broke it, and gave it to them. Mm. Then their eyes were opened, which means their mind, and they knew him. And he vanished from their sight. Now you notice that pre the pre uh what happened before the eyes was opened. Um, I'm going to get back to that. And then verse 32 says, and then they said to one another, I like this part, did not our heart burn with, within us while he talked with us on the road and how he opened up the scriptures. Now another version would say he, he opened up the scriptures talking from Moses and every scripture that was talking about him that pertained to him. But when we go back up to verse 31, he says, but 30, he says, he sat down with them. But they had to invite him in first. They had to invite him in. Uh, because Jesus acted like, you know, when you go back and look at the entire scripture, when you look at Jesus was, and they were walking, and Jesus pretended while they went in the house, that's just like, you know, two, two of us is walking, and, uh, and Brother Corner's walking with us, and, and uh, all of a sudden I go, and, you know, Brother Sean, and then we go in, and then Brother Corner, he's going to continue to walk on because, he has not been invited in yet. Mm. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Yeah. He has not been invited in yet. So, well, we, when we, you know, with, with the kind of heart that we have, we said, okay, well, look here, Brother Quinn, I want you to hold up for a minute. Uh, why don't you come on in, come on and sup with us. So he comes on in, he sat down. We don't even realize that we walking with the, he, we have been walking, listening to the very presence of the Messiah, the very presence of the, pres of the promises, the very presence of our salvation. The one who gave his life and, 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 and went through all everything, they were actually walking and talking and, and, and breathing with him and didn't even know it. And that's how it is today. Unless we invite Christ in our life, we won't even know that he's there. We don't even know him. So it's about relationship. When you invite somebody in, 
Because when we invite, when they invited them in, they sit down and they broke bread. And then the Bible says their eyes were open. They developed a relationship right at that moment. And that's what we have to do. When we invite Christ in, we need to develop a relationship. He, and you know, and he didn't say that we have to be perfect to develop a relationship. He just said develop a relationship. But how can you develop a relationship with anybody if you don't invite them in and take time to know them? Does that make sense? Does anybody right. hear me? Yes. Amen. Amen. So he said, then they said to one another, as he opened up the scriptures, he said, and that's our time. That's when you, when you receive him and you, and you, and you surrender, surrender to him. That's when you, you're being reborn again. You receive the spirit of the Holy Spirit. And, and so that's why he said our hearts were burning um, while he opened up the scriptures to us. And then they recognized who it they recognized who he was. They had developed a relationship. But, now you, I know you're saying that, but they had to invite them in. But my topic is uninvited guests. So I know somebody sitting about here right now and saying, okay, Pastor, what does that mean? You're saying we had to invite Christ in, but you're talking about uninvited guests. Well, I'm glad you asked me that, so let me explain to you. <laughs> so, here's the deal is, uninvited guests, kill First way, honeymoon. Knocking, you notice the different levels yeah. of knock. Mm-hmm. You notice that the yeah, how you see how it went from now, then it, and then it progressively went higher and deeper. That's how fear, discouragement, mm. unhappiness, things like that enter. They come and knock on the door after you invite somebody in. So, but when you now here's a, here's a question I'm going to ask. When you heard this knock, how many of you, of us, when we Hear those kind of knocks. What's up? What's your first? When you heard this knock, what was your? What would be your first response? Police! Police! Ignore. So so. Let me rephrase it. So let me let me let me rephrase it. Put it like this: If that was at your door, and you heard that knock, how would you respond to it? Would you tell them to come? I wouldn't respond. I'm not expecting nobody. I ain't expecting nobody. I'm not going to answer it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 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 See, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> see, here's the thing. So, see, here's the reason why I ask this because some of us would say when we hear a knock like that, the first knock, the first doom, doom, doom. Some of us would say, this, uh, hold up. Who's there? Just a second. Just a second. Then uh, as it progressed, do do do. Hold up, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm like, 
Then boom, boom, boom. <laughs> it's gonna be quiet because people say, that's all the police. <laughs> or something like that. But you but you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So but basically here's the here's the point I'm getting to. The knocks was, did you invite them? Mm. Did you invite them? They were uninvited guests. Uninvited guests, you know, come and uh, they. So here's the point. So I'm trying to join this in. When you look back, when I looked, read Luke's 24 chapter, as soon as you invite Christ into your life, as soon as you start to develop a relationship with Jesus Christ, that's what you hear. Boom, boom, boom. That's the enemy. <laughs> That's the enemy. That's the enemy coming at you. That is the enemy coming at you. That's exactly what the enemy does. He comes at you. As soon as you as soon as you invite him in, as soon as you the word is given to you, even today when you leave here, the enemy is gone. Now yes. the house of people will be knocking at the door. Now the doors that I'm talking about, I'm not talking about the physical ones. I'm talking about your spiritual house, your spiritual mind. The spiritual mind, that's what happens. When you invite Christ into your life, you can expect you're going to have a knock at your door. You're going to have, you can expect it. It's going to come. That's his job. And towards the end of this, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, those are the knocks. Wow. Those are the knocks. The scourge. Boom, boom, boom. Fear. Boom, boom, boom. Doubt. Boom, boom, boom. Those are the knocks that come at your door. Mm. Or in the spiritual mind. How many times I said, you hear me say this, the biggest battle that we have to deal with today mm -hmm. is the battle for your mind. During the, even during this COVID-19 uh, COVID time, boom, 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 fear. Mm -hmm. People have uninvited guests have invited fear in. They have invited fear into their spiritual life. They invited doubt into their spiritual house. Discouragement into their field. Almost, he almost let him in this morning. I had almost invited him. The spiritual house is, is God's dwelling place. That's your mind. How many of us have allowed an uninvited guest into our mind within our within our mind? How many of us? I mean, to be true, I have. I have. I have. I have. But I, you know the wonderful thing? I know I have a, I have somebody that's always there with me, and his name is Jesus Christ. Amen. And as I said, who are the uninvited guests? Discouraged, fear, doubt, uncertainty. Remember, God did not give us a spirit of fear. Mm -hmm. But when you hear that, when you usually when you hear knocking on the door, do you go and ask who's there? Sometimes we do go ask who's there, and we say, or do you say, uh, you know, what well, ain't like you used to be. You used to say, somebody knock the door, come on in. You can't do that today. <laughs> you come on in, you get more than an uninvited guest. But we have an enemy that's searching, that's looking around like a roaring lion. Yes. And he's looking for any house that he can get into. So he's always yes. knocking at the door. He's always boom, 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 boom. Take it one more time for me. Boom, boom, boom. Because I want somebody to get this in the spirit. Because I want you to, when you think about it, when you hear that knock, 
When you hear fear bumping at your door, you say, okay, fear. Okay, discouraged. Oh, uh, it comes down. That's all three of them together. <laughs> Let us in. Let us in that we're going to kick it in. But they can't come in until you invite them in. You see what I'm saying? Yes. All they can do is knock. All they can do is knock until you invite them in. Somebody said like vampire. It's the truth. You have to invite them in. You have to invite them in. <laughs> but you need to take a moment and ask, who is there? As I said earlier today, the biggest battle is the battle for our mind. So we have to be careful who we allow in our spiritual house. Um, I said, I was talking, I said, my, one of my biggest concerns, not fear, but concern, is that we're going to allow this, this certain time that we're in become an excuse. It's going to become an excuse. Uh, people say, well, you know, when we get back, will church, will, will church return to as normal? No. I pray not. <laughs> because normal is, uh, the normal is, is, is the one where people are already hitting and missing. But, you know, God, the Lord, you know, I'm looking at this and I said, you know, Lord, this is an opportunity that I believe that the Lord is saying, hey, I need to get you guys' attention. That the church building has never been the church. The church has always been we. Yeah. So I'm trying to, if you, I'm, Jesus said uh, in, in, in Rev, uh, Revelation, he said, no, I stand knocking at the door. If anyone would allow me to come in, I will come in and suck with them. That is the only knock that you should open up the door and say, come on in. Because once he come in and you allow him to come on in, he didn't ask you how your house was. He didn't ask you, you know, how clean your house was or what thing, you know, or all that stuff. He just said, open up the door and let me in. You know, it said back in the day, you know, when we hear we receive the pastor, we were, this is a while back before when the pastor would come and visit us through, and then people look out the window and say, oh, that's the pastor. They just trying to straighten up and hide stuff, you know, <laughs> trying to hide the liquor and all that stuff. You know. You know, so, you know, but that's not how Jesus is. Jesus said, we don't care. Once you invite them in, together, we'll straighten up your house. Exactly. Amen. Let me come in. I'll bring, I'll bring, let me, I'll bring some help with me. Uh, the Holy Spirit. Mm. Love. Man. I'll bring uh, forgiveness with me. Yeah. That'll help you clean up your house. Uh, understanding, wisdom. You know, um, uh, that'll, help, that'll help clean up your house. Help clean up your spiritual house, which is your spiritual mind. Uninvited is basically means attending somewhere or doing something without having an invitation. Basically. Didn't take no wizardry for that. Isaiah 41 and 10 says this, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Amen. Don't let fear in your house. No matter what the outside is, no matter what it looks like. Um, I always like to use an example of Peter. Um, Peter stepped out of the boat on faith, on the word of God. The one word of God was come. When Peter said, Lord, if that's you, we're going to come, Jesus said, come. 
Peter got up out of stepped out of the boat, stepped on God's word. Mm -hmm. But what he allowed, his mind, Jesus was in his mind, he had invited Jesus in his spiritual heart. But when he got out there and was walking on the word of God, he looked around, and the, you know, the Bible says in, in that that the water was boisterous and everything was waving and stuff. So then he heard that knock, boom, boom, boom. Here come fear, boom, boom, boom. Here come doubt, boom, boom, boom. Here come discouragement. He allowed that to come into his mind, and he began to sink. And that's what we're doing. That's what we got to be careful, be mindful of. When you give your life over to Christ, when you let Jesus come in, trust me when I say this. The enemy is standing knocking at oh, your door. Yes. There used to be a song we sang back in the in, was it 67. Someone knocking at the door. Someone in the door. Someone knocking at the door. Open the door. Don't open the door. Have you ever heard a knock at the door and just wonder who could be at the door at a, at a certain time of night or day? Especially mm -hmm. the wee hours of the night. Yeah. You know, you want to knock at my door at this time. At this time of night. But then it depends on the, the time of night, the type of knock, too. But you know, that loud knock that you said, is the first thing everybody said, well, that's all right, the police. <laughs> oh, no. That's when you just watch them on camera, don't answer mm -hmm. the door. And see, then you, because uh, it was fun time. It used to be back in the day when um, Bill would come to your door. Um, they didn't call you on the phone, do what they do now. They, they actually would physically come to your, come to your house <laughs> or place of wickedness <laughs> and knock on your door. Oh, and God. I remember, you know, your parents or the mom, they were talking about, don't ask the door, don't ask the door. Be still, be quiet. Yeah, don't make a move, don't, don't make a move. Don't go away. Yep. And then or my mom was like, she would say, well, go ask the door and tell them I'm, and tell them I'm not home. And then, you know, you go to the door and say, uh, hey, my mama says she's not home. Yep. <laughs> so. <laughs> I did that. Yeah. <laughs> we got a butt whooping. But that was an unexpected, an uninvited guest. And many times we allow uninvited guests to come into our spiritual mind, into our spiritual house. Uh, uh, getting back to the story of Peter, when Peter, even though he allowed those uninvited guests to come into his mind, he knew he had faith. And he called on, he, he knew who to call on, he called on Jesus. And Jesus was immediately there to lift him up. So this is what I'm saying to you in all of this. No matter what you go through, when you're going through something, know that the enemy is going to be there. Yes. His job is just to discourage you, to quit, to give up. Don't give up. Don't give in. When he comes knocking at the door, let faith go answer the door. Let faith go answer the door and say, look here, you have the wrong door. You need to keep it separate. You ain't invited here. Uninvited guest. One of the things the enemy will do, he'll try to do is come and knock on your door. Right after you heard an encouraging yes. word. Even right now, this morning, after mm -hmm. you trust me, somebody gonna say something. Somebody gonna post something on Facebook, something. Something going to come and try to discourage you. Family going to call. Somebody going to call. Friend going to call. Whatever. Enemy going to call. And try to discourage you. Mm -hmm. Telling you, why are you doing what you're doing? Why are you praising the Lord? Why are you want to go to church when church is there? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? Why are you doing this? We need to stay home. 
become a wrapped up package. <laughs> this is what you do when you say, I gotta protect me. When God has called you to be the example, to be the light in the midst of darkness, how can you be the light with common sense? Now, you know, this is sense. And I'm just going to use this, this time that we, we were saying. With this time that you're in, you don't have to go out there and follow the rules of the guidelines that you've been given to. But don't be afraid to be a light in the midst of, in the midst of darkness. You know what I'm saying? You know, who are you helping if, you, if nobody sees you but you? Now, I know that you know, these things, somebody can probably say, well, you know, you're saying, say, nobody's going to die. Look here. From time again, people that have been the black plague way back in the, in the early early century killed millions of people. Um, the other diseases that come around, for 40 years, they were testing <laughs> um, um, syphilis on, on um, African-American people. They were millions were dying. You know what I'm saying? The point in all this, God is in control. That's my whole point. He's in control. Nothing happens without his knowledge. Nothing has happened without his knowledge. So my point in all saying in all that is that don't watch out for your uninvited guests. Your uninvited guests, and also when I said uh, fear. Here, always knock on the door. Just don't invite me in for dinner. <laughs> and for heaven's sake, don't offer the bed for the night. Mm. That's what we do sometimes. Yeah. We invite fear in, we invite doubt in. And we say, what can I get you in? Can I get you something to drink? Yeah, yeah, can I? What can I do for you? Unforgiveness, anger. We invite them in. Come on in, sit down, let me prepare a table for you. Then you're wondering why things are not going right for you. Who's in your house? If you can't think right, you can't act right, you can't do right, you can't make the right moves. You understand what I'm saying? Does it make sense what I'm saying? For me to raise my right hand, I have to be thinking to raise my right hand. But if I'm being distracted, I'm going to raise my left hand. Today I said something, I was sharing with uh, my wife, and I said, uh, um, sometimes we have, what I say, faith, fear? Mm. And she said, um, you mean fear of faith? I said, no, I mean, then I thought about it. See what I'm saying? <coughs> I got distracted, I said the wrong thing. Fear, doubt, anger, all that can make you make, it will determine what kind of move you want, what kind of direction you will go, what kind of action you will take, what you will do. When you have uninvited guests in your house, you have to come knocking at your door. And most of the time, you know, the reason why he comes, here's, a, here's another thing. I think sometimes we forget this. Christ, when you, trouble comes to strengthen your faith. How would you ever know how strong your faith is if you don't go through nothing? How would you ever know how to react if nothing? comes at you to, to teach you how to react. So what you made a mistake the first time? So what you reacted the wrong time? Repent, get it right, and keep it moving. What the devil wants you to do is stay where you are, oh, look at you. So now fear and doubt can come in, so now when you make a mistake, he said, no, okay, discouraged, it's your turn, discouraged. So that unbody gets discouraged, comes in, he said, okay, 
uh, of faith and, 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 and fear and doubt uh, be down to set up. Fear and doubt is like a left, right. Set them up. Boom, boom. Mm -hmm. They come discouraging. Oh, God. Oh. Yep. Now you want to quit. Oh, I can't do this. It's too hard. Then, uh, then he, oh, no. I'm not going to read that part of it. But it said, then it's, it's too hard and I, 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 can't, I can't do this. Yes, you can. You get up every morning for, uh, well, for, for those whom, we get up every morning to get dressed. We get up every morning to do what we need to do. Uh, you know, and unfortunately, in this time, a lot of, you know, jobs and stuff has been up. But using the jobs as an example, if we get up every morning to get up and go to a job. Even when we're on the job, you know, we got people who cuss us out. And people make you want to lay holy hands on you. Things like that. But you get up and you still go to that job. Why? Because you get a paycheck. But why don't you want to walk in the presence of the Lord to get something that's eternal? Your eternal, eternal, and the eternal blessing is that one day you will see His face. And then here's the thing about it. And I said this before, and I hope somebody get this one saying. There's been a fear. They say, "Well, okay." Um, now, I hope I, I hope people understand what I'm going to say with this. Uh, one of the biggest fears that has been pushed is death. Is dying. Now, for people of faith, for people believing in the Lord, I mean, we quote the scripture, I want to be able to hear the Lord say, well done, my good and faithful servant. Well, the only way you're supposed to hear that is when you have left this realm, got out of this body, and got an eternal body. But how can you hear, well, well done, good and faithful servant, if you still in the grave? You understand what I'm saying? So that tells me when I sometimes I hear something that they have not read the entire Bible. And they need to work on the relationship because Jesus said he's that he's overcome death. Now nobody wants to die, none and all this stuff like that. So what I'm saying, what we have, so I'm saying all this is where this is how fear comes in. Unabided guess of fear comes in because it makes you think about these things. That the end is here and you don't have nowhere else to go. There is an eternal heaven for us. For those of us who walk by faith, not by sight. Many of us will ask us at the door, even when we hear who it is, we usually ask, what do you want? <laughs> but we don't open up the door. <laughs> or you say, what can I do for you? But we don't open up the door. That's what we need to do with fear, doubt, discourage, anger, unforgiveness. So they come knocking on the door, what do you want? What do you mean? Keep it moving. You got the wrong address. You don't want me to open up the door because I'm going to hit you with some faith. <laughs> <laughs> so you might want me to stay to keep this door shut. Then, uh, so, <laughs> and when you hear those knocks, that's what you do. Send faith to the door, and this is what faith will do. Faith will, faith will let fear, doubt, discouragement say, hey, "Look here, you're not invited here. Uh, you have the wrong house. Keep it moving. Keep it moving." When wrong people come knocking at your door, trying to put a buzzword in your ear. Tell them, you had the wrong house, keep it moving. I ain't got time for all that. I ain't got time to hear all that. So, I'm just gonna take a few more minutes. I'm almost done here. So, um, talk about a few of the other cues of unvited guests that's in our house that comes into our spiritual mind. The house is your inner self. When I say your spiritual house, that's your inner self. That's, that's you. You're the house, you're the, you're the estate. 
near the spiritual home that the that the that the Holy Spirit that the Lord Jesus resides that He wants to live in is you, uh, not the physical house, not that, but it's you, your mind, your attitude, your emotions. That's the spiritual house that 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 the enemy wants to get into. That he enemy, like he did with Eve, he said, "Well, will you surely die?" Um, the door is something that protects us. A door can either keep something out, or it can keep something in, or it can, or it can keep you safe from the inside, or keep you from getting out, or keep yourself locked. You know what I'm saying? So that's a door. And some of us have allowed uninvited guests into our homes, and that when you allow them uninvited guests, they have, they will create havoc. They will cause division. You be separate. You, you're fighting with each other. Don't even know why you're fighting. Just ready to slam doors on each other, looking at each other, waking up. You know you you're in bed sleeping, and while the other person's sleeping, you reach over, you slap it, and feel like you're sleeping. Then wake up. Did you slap me? No, why would I do that? Not on purpose. Matthew, Mark 11, 23 says this, For surely I say to you, whoever you say to this mountain, be removed, cast into the sea, and does not doubt in their heart, but believes that those things said will be done, he will have whatever he says. Did you check what he said? Without doubt. You can't ask for nothing, then at the same time, doubt that you don't get it. Because then the Lord, you know what I'm saying? That says that you have that uninvited guest that you didn't kick out. Because if he's not in your house, when you ask for something, then all you got to do is wait and believe. Now, here's the thing you find, and I think Sister, uh, Sister Marie mentioned that one of our there. It's about time. Mm-hmm. It's about patience. It's about having to wait to God, to God gives it to you when he's ready. Um, here's a, this is about, this, let me say this like this. Any of us gonna give the keys to our cars to any of them babies over there? No. The chauffeurs? Why why would you not give it to them? Because they're not ready. No. They have to go through a process of being getting a little bit older, first and foremost. Being taught how to drive. Being taught, you know, all this thing. And that's what goes, that's what we go through. That's what Christ does with us. He says that when we go through things, he's teaching us. He's he's growing us up, he's sending us through the process to get us ready when he so that we can drive that spiritual drive, the spiritual life. Fear has become one of the biggest uninvited guests that we have allowed in our home. Fear can cause you to be self-centered. Now you want to help them fear cause you self-centered. This is how I can do it. When you get fearful of something, all you do, you got to make sure that nothing happens. You got a wall around you. You're trying to protect yourself from anything that happens to you. So that makes you really realize you're not, now you become self-centered. Because of fear of being hurt, fear of this, or fear of that, and fear of this, you become self-centered. But when you know that you go through something, even though, see, here's the thing about it. How many of you, <laughs> how many of you have ever been slapped? Yeah. Yeah. You remember it, but it went away, right? Yeah, you know what I mean? So, you can get slapped. You slap somebody back. <laughs> but my point is, I, you know, maybe that may not be the best example that I can think of. But what I'm saying is that you, you you're still not feeling that slap. You remember it. You see what I'm saying? 
Yeah, it's, it's a flashback. Mm -hmm. You remember. So, so, but what it is, so now you, you, the point of the fear of being slapped again, you put yourself in a position that you <laughs> won't be slapped. You know, or you let somebody know the fear says, look, if you slap me, I'm going to slap you back. <laughs> 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 I'm going to pop out. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> so, fear can also be untrusting. You can lose faith. Then you begin to question the promises of the Lord. Mm -hmm. And that's where you go. When you begin to, and, and then doubt comes in. And doubt, you know, this is what doubt was. You, you know, you, you get to a point where you think, I think I got this. I, I got this covered. Then doubt comes on in. Boom, boom, boom. You let him on in. He starts kicking around. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Can you do this? Uh, yeah. Then Dallas says, no, you can't. Well, maybe not. Can you preach? Yeah. Dallas says, no, you can't. Well, I don't know. Can you sing? Can you, can you do this? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Can you come to church? Nah, I will, but nah, not today. <laughs> but you see, <laughs> so this is my point, though. Mm -hmm. Doubt comes in, keeps you around. It's like you're saying, ouch. That's what we're doing. Ouch, ouch, ouch. It can make you lose faith, question problems, keep you shut up in your own mind. They keep you shut up because now you have fear, doubt, untrusting, uncertainty. So you call it up, so now you, you build a wall around you. You're scared to move. You don't want to go no place because you're scared of doing something like that. You know, and, and, and it will make you react. When you get fear and doubt, fear sometimes makes you react before before you even think. Mm -hmm. uh, I had it happen to me yesterday on my job. I reacted. <laughs> <laughs> Will. Yeah, it was just Will. like. Right. <laughs> See, nobody's immune to this. Yeah. No, nobody's immune to this. Because, you know, you got people who come in. And, and this one say when you have un, one of the uninvited guests is anger. See when you don't realize and the anger done crept in, you know, yes. and let them in, so you got anger sitting there waiting in the background, waiting oh, for that man. moment. But so suppose somebody say something, something and then anger jump up. Say something. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> and that's what happened here. I had anger. Uninvited guests in the She came in yesterday and he was sitting there waiting. He said, Okay, Will, hold up, hold up, Will, hold up, Will, hold up. There it is, say something, Will. Will came out. <laughs> <laughs> but the wonderful thing about that was that faith was also there too. Faith yeah. said, "Look here." He grabbed Andrew by the collar and said, "Get out of here!" Come on now. Yes. Faith, see, that's what faith would do. Faith would yes, grab fear know. by the collar and say, "Get on out of here." Get on you know, you got to do that, Martin. You know, that Martin Payne. You know, yeah. open up the door. <laughs> Get the step. That's right. <laughs> and that's what we got to do. But see, nobody's you. <laughs> but you got to realize when you hear those knocking the door, you, those are uninvited guests. And they're there, and the enemy comes to 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 kill, steal, and yeah. destroy. And he always come when you're feeling good, and, or he comes, or sometimes he like to come when you have a, uh, he'll come when you're at your lowest. Mm -hmm. And see, sometimes the Lord, the Lord will allow you to go to. Look here, can I say something with you? When you're at your lowest, where else can you go but up? That's right. Yeah. Where else can you go but up? If God now allows you to get that low, that means he's about ready to bring you up. That means he's about ready to bring you up and do something. Because, see, we need to be examples. Yeah. 
That would always make you have, <laughs> that would always have you second guess your decisions. Mm -hmm. Even when you know you're making the right decision. You know, when you're driving somewhere and, and you know you're supposed to turn right, but you turn left. Always require proof. That would always make you have one require proof of the Lord's promises. You know, you know, you ever ask your question, Lord, where are you? What you waiting on? Why, you know, why, why, why? That's that's nothing but that everybody gets the doubt. Yeah. It's nothing but that everybody gets the doubt that's there making you ask the question. Why am I doing this? Why did you this moment? Yes. Why did I go off yesterday? Because I had an uninvited guest. Come on. And it, what that does, it gives you uh, an unsettled mind. It can cause a weakness in your faith. Mm -hmm. When doubt kicks in, start kicking you on your shin, kick him in the head. <laughs> get him out. Tell him to get the step James 1 and 6 tells us this. But let him ask in faith. He didn't say ask in fear. He didn't say ask in doubt. He didn't say ask in unbelief. He said ask in faith. With no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of, of the sea driven tossed by the wind. So basically it means that when you have doubts, you're just all over the place. Yeah. I don't know. You know, that's what you get, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Or you go, I don't want to hear it. That's because that uninvited guest has crept in, that uninvited guest doubt has crept in and is messing with your mind. Matthew 21 and 22 will help us with that also. Unforgiveness will allow, when you allow unforgiveness to crash your home, it'll leave bitterness. Come on. Hardness of your heart within you yeah. and a lack of compassion to forgive. Yeah. When you have unforgiveness, you have a lack of, you ever had a, everybody any experience that, that, that lack of compassion to forgive? Yes. Well, even though, you know, because the reason, and most of the time we say, well, I'm not going to forgive them because I didn't do nothing. Mm -hmm. Why do I got to forgive them? Because this gives you peace of mind. Yes. Because what it does, when you forgive for somebody you. else, thank you. It's for you. Because yes. when you forgive somebody else, you're able to move on. Yes. Lord, you know, even if they never know that you said that you forgive them. Even if you know they're too far away, you can't physically tell them. You forgive them anyway. Yes. You go to the Lord, Lord, I forgive so and so, I forgive this, I forgive that. You know, and you keep it moving because now that frees you to be used for the Lord. That frees yes. you for the Lord to bless you. Because now, you know, I did I did a podcast uh, a couple weeks ago. Can the Lord, can God trust you with his gifts? Yes. Can God one. trust you with his gifts? That was gifts? a good one. Amen. So the, so the question is, can he trust you with his gifts? God has gifted each and one of us. So the Lord is asking, can I trust you with your gift of speaking? Can I trust you with your gift of forgiveness? Can I trust you with the gift of love? Can I trust you with the gift of ministering? Can I trust you with the gift? Can I trust you to be the light in the midst of darkness? Can I trust you to walk this narrow path? Can I trust you with the gift that I give you? Amen. Can I trust you with this life that I give you? What are you going to do with it? Anger. We already talked about that. Emotional reaction to offense or something. Said we all can have a testimony of anger. Amen. 
And that's one thing, you know, and I think that because during this time of, of, of uh, coronavirus and you having to be stay at home, that is a testing of your anger, Ooh, yeah. of your patience, of all these things. Yes, it is. It, <laughs> <laughs> For real. It's a, it's a, but you know what? With all that, it, you can look at it as a growing thing. The Lord is trying to grow you up. If he can grow you then and then he let you loose, then you'll be able to, when things come at you, it won't, it won't be, you know, it won't have the effect that it did during this time. So there's a lot of, see, there's a lot of ways that you can look at this whole situation. I'm looking at the positive things out of this. Yes. Right? I'm not looking at the more negative stuff out of this. Uh, you know, I'm trying to look at the positive. What can I learn from this? What can I get yes. from this? Well, you know, even though while we're still doing what we need to do, but what can I learn from all this? Why go through something if you're not learning nothing from it? And so, so the enemy and his homies, <laughs> yep. <laughs> the, <hater. laughs> the primary job is to crash your home and invite themselves into your house without your invitation, without any invitation. And they'll show up anytime unexpected. Found out what I'm talking about is unexpected guests. Unexpected guests. Now I know someone is asking, why do the devil come after so much? And so often. Well, let me tell you why. <laughs> let me read. Let me. This is something I. I, I think I, I might have put it up there. I might not have it up there. If you turn, I think it's going to go through. Let me see. Yeah. This is why the enemy comes after you so hard. Revelation 12, verses 7 through 12. You know, a lot of times we don't want to deal with the book of Revelation because Revelation shows us who we are. Mm. Revelation gives you the truth of where, you know, sometimes when we walk in fear and stuff, Revelation will let you know that you don't have to walk in fear because the enemy has already been defeated. But, the, but one thing, because I've been going back and studying the book of Revelation again, because what the book of Revelation will do, you don't hear very, very many preachers want to preach about it. Mm. don't want to talk about it. Because the first thing Revelation, the book of Revelation will, will show you who you are. Yes, sir. Will show you where you at. I mean, actually the entire Bible should do that, but but it's also fearful to let you know that, hey, I don't care how perfect you think you are, there is a lake of fire. There is a um, place that you would go. You better that, believe it. Um, that's not going to be a Memorial Day barbecue. That's right. It's going to be hot. It's going to be hot. It's going to be hot. It's going to be a barbecue. But this is one something, and the Lord brought this to me when I was talking about uninvited guests, because I didn't know how I was going to try to tie all this in. And a lot of times we ask ourselves this question many times. Why does the enemy always come after us? Mm -hmm. Right. Why? Maybe this will help you out. Maybe this will help you out. So, Lord, now you got to go back and look at the whole book of that, the full chapter of this, but this is kind of, I'm just kind of giving it a quick thing. It says, the war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought the dragon, which is the devil, and the dragon and his angels. Now, a lot of times we talk about demons. Demons are nothing but the fallen angels of the Lord. Mm -hmm. And the angels fought. So they was able to fight. 
So there was a battle going on even before we were born. But they did not. You see what that says? But they did not prevail. Amen. Nor was a place found in heaven any longer for them. Okay? So the great dragon, which was cast out, out of heaven, and that's the serpent of old, you know, the parents would say the old serpent, old serpent. Mm -hmm. That's where they got all this some of the stuff from. Called the devil. Somebody hear me? Mm -hmm. And Satan. Now, before he was called the devil, Satan, he was Lucifer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He was the morning star. He didn't start being called the devil, Satan, until he got cast out of heaven. Yeah. Because he was beautiful. He was, when you go back and look at it, he was beautiful. He was a musician. He was, he was just glorious. But he got too full of pride. Oh, too yeah. much of Oh, yeah. Too much of a, I will, I will, I will, I will. And God said, no, you won't, you won't, you won't. Come on, get out. Now. Come on, <laughs> get out. And so called the devil and Satan, who deceives, now check this out, who deceives the whole world. It say south side, north side, east side, west side. It says the whole world. And he was cast down to earth, and his angels were cast out with him. Now, one, the, the New King James said the third, he would have said a third of the angels were cast out one day. And he goes on and says this. Then this is uh, John Revelator talking. He said, Then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God, the power of his Christ, have come for the accuser of the brother who accuses them before our God. Day and night. Yes. Day and night has been uh, has been cast down. He goes before. Now think about that. Every day he's up even right now. He's up there talking to the Lord. Mm -hmm. Look at so and so. Look at them. So and so mm -hmm. this. This that. They did this yesterday. They did this. They thinking this right now. He meant da 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 da. Uninvited guests. And it says goes on to this. And they overcame, check this out, and they overcame him by the blood of the uh -huh. Lamb. The blood still works. Blood still works. And by the word, I think if I said this this morning, by the word of their testimony. Amen. See, here's the, you know how you can minister to somebody? By your testimony. What God bought you from. What you, see, you can take it yesterday, and make it your day-to-day -day testimony. You hear what I'm saying? Yeah. God will take the ugly things in your life and make it beautiful for somebody else. He said, by the word of the testimony, and they did not love their lives to the death. And then 12, this is, this is the part. Here's the answer to your question. Therefore rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them, Woe to the inhabitants of the earth, which is us, and, and, other, and the sea, for the devil has come down to you, having great wrath, he's angry, he's hot, he's mad because he got kicked out of heaven, him and his boys. And about the one scripture says he, he, he looked like a bolt of lightning got kicked out so fast. He's like, Boom, so he's hot. He's hot. He said he has great wrath because he knows he has a short he knows he had a short time. So basically, let me sum it up for you. The enemy comes at you, he's coming at you because he knows, he's already know what the end is. Mm. 
He knows the fight is fixed. Mm -hmm. He knows he's already lost. So his job is to try to take as many people as he can with him. So that way he's bringing uninvited guests always with him to get into your mind, to get you to thinking about it that you're not worthy, you can't discourage you, to think that you can't make it, okay. even though you're suffering or you might be going through something. He said you can't make it, so you might as well come on and go with me. Because, um, uh, but see, he knows he has a short time. See, the devil already knows what we are, what we should know yes. if we read this book. Mm -hmm. We can't just read some of it. We got to read all of it, but you not only read it, but you got to meditate, you got to study it. Amen. Then you got to want to live it. Now, when you decide you want to live it, that means it's not. What good would it be? And as I get really close with this, what good would it be? Can you put this one? What good would it be if everything was just peaches and cream? Yes. What good would it be if every day you woke up and said, oh, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Oh, <laughs> 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 Mr. Rogers. <laughs> I'm going to put my sweater on my tennis shoes. Oh, man. <laughs> it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. What would it be if you, I know, but somebody knows Tiny Tim? Uh-huh. Tiptoe through the tulip. <laughs> and you just tiptoe through the tulips. What are they going to do for you? Nothing. What day would you get, what would it be like if you wake up and you still, I still have my hair. Oh, these are seventies. Go back in time. <laughs> yeah. But you, you get my drift of what I'm saying? Yeah. You've got to expect to go through things, family. Don't find it. Um, find like you've done something wrong because you're going through something. Don't allow the unexpected gift to think you that you you're not worthy of God's gift. Don't 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 allow him, don't allow the money the money by the guests to do that. Their job is to keep you doing it. Their job is to, you know, is to keep you off track, to keep you just discouraged. And they, you know, it's amazing because you can hear something and you you can go out and say, like I'm pumped up, I'm ready to go. And as soon as you get out, you'll get a you'll get a text. You'll get a instant messenger or, yeah. or, or Facebook or something and no all that that joy that you had now is, it, it, it's gone because now you're hot no they didn't no he didn't and no she didn't I'm gonna pick and you're saying something everything <laughs> you allow that uninvited guest to come in and they won when that uninvited guest let me close with this when that uninvited guest comes to your, knocking on your door, boom, 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 boom. Send faith, accompanied with love. Mm. Let them answer the door, and don't worry about it. They 